0: I'm Sam Mitchell and these are my stories. Hi, folks, having a good day today. Let me be the first one of you to Autism Rocks and Rolls. Now, before we begin, I must know that I'm not our psychiatrist. If you're diagnosed with autism, please see a physician. I'll explain experience to my experiences. That's on the right to the intro natural, they're found on pixabay.com. I also have a mystery interview with all of you. The mission of Autism Rocks and Rolls is to take the stigma off of autism and other conditions that may your disabilities. People on Spectrum are not broken and do not need to be fixed. Those have conditions or abilities are not to be pitied, there's nothing to be sorry about. I also have some people i like to thank. It is official. Our limited edition shirts have come in. These shirts are white with a dog and box. Theme. If you are interested, there is a $20 minimum donation. You will not be sorry if you choose to purchase one. We extend our gratitude to Marine Martin Workman for printing them. There is someone else I need to mention. His name is Parker Lee. Parker is working to improve the role just as I am. Make sure to look him up. We have done more work with the Fowlers lately. First, we did the second special needs night, which ARAR rocked. Then ARAR sold food again for our sponsor, Dave White. ARAR did an amazing job making that money. I done some more fundraising for our event because we recently went to the Junction gas station in Bloomfield, Indiana to sell hot dogs, cheese dogs, and chili cheese dogs. We have to thank Misty and the employees for letting us set up. It is certainly appreciated. And since the last episode, I appeared on two podcasts. I was on the Happiness Journey podcast with Dr. Dan Amazaline and the Unleashing Potentials podcast with Bernadette Disser. What great podcasts to listen to. Now, folks, we me right back here in an ad from the Barn on Maryland Ridge, so let's get to it.
1: There is a hidden gym in Eastern Green County, folks Fowler's Pumpkin Patch and the Barn on Maryland Ridge Wedding Barn. Autism Rocks and Rolls is very proud to tell you about our friends, Perry and Renee Fowler, and their place of business. Both Fowler Pumpkin Patch and The Barn on Maryland Ridge is a relaxing drive approximately 15 minutes from the heart of Bloomington, Indiana, and an hour south of Indianapolis. You can find them at 53... South Green County Line Road, Bloomington, Indiana, 47403. The property has numerous picture locations, including several rolling fields, antique tractors, red and rustic barns, trees, and much more. Customized wedding packages are offered on their website. The surrounding area also provides several hotels in which to have your guests stay for your destination wedding. Also, Fowler's Pumpkin Patch is a family-owned and operated seasonal pumpkin patch. It's the perfect place to take your family for some fall fun. Enjoy picking out pumpkins, hay rides, a corn maze and a petting zoo call the fowlers today at 812-327-4895 or 812-325-6022 all
0: right folks we're back you definitely hear the words i do at this wedding barn so today's topic is gonna to be something a little interesting and it is about game shows and game shows was always a saving grace in my life. It was beyond the flashiness and the fact it was on television. It was a safe zone, a haven to me, because once I get out of school at eight years old, I could go see a game show because I could find I'm not getting bullied or I'm not getting discriminated for my autism. I actually felt like I was being around good people, And being around good people is definitely better than being around bad. Am I not wrong? On top of that, everyone was a winner. Some won more than others. But at the end of the day, you were treated like a winner. Through my childhood, I was not treated like a winner. So to feel like I was treated, watching something gave me hope and inspired me. The only thing I couldn't do, Sally, was hop through the TV. Although we're still working on that. Now, the definition of game shows is a form of entertainment that is broadcasted nationwide where it involves contestants winning rewards and prizes. So this safe zone is broadcasted everywhere. We may not get the same version of the shows, but we might get knockoffs or similar ideas. When that happens, it's still the same. Everyone's winning. Everyone's competing for all the same prizes. But it's all done in a fun-loving way that lifts spirits up. I think game shows are a result of autism because, in my view, it shows us how to communicate. In C-227, effective communication, but it shows us what to do and how to act in public and what to do with a complete stranger. Talking to a game show host is just talking to the manager of Walmart. I mean, think about it. You're talking to the person in charge. They'll treat a family like a friend, but the moment you start disrespecting them, it's done for. So someone on the spectrum is watching a game show. We're learning how to interact with the big dogs or people with higher power who have made a name for themselves. Like the host, which leads me to my next point, because it shows us how to be professional, reigning in a little bit because the hosts are getting stuff done and in the work environment. You have to be very and I mean, very productive at all times. So that's what the hosts are doing. They're being productive and interacting in a professional, high level, respectable way while getting things done. They're not letting dirty laundry out. No, they're making clean laundry jokes where it's family-friendly, they're having a great time, but they're also doing the task. They're making sure that that contestant answers the question because if they don't answer the question, the camera's going to keep running. They're going to be like, come on, move it, man. In a professional setting, like the hosts are doing, we got to keep the ball rolling there it eventually stops. As an eight-year-old watching game shows, it was calming because everyone seems friendly and safe on there. The best part is from what I've done my research on, they don't get paid enough, but they didn't care about that. They wanted the experience. And in my opinion, once you were a game show host, you got Hollywood experiences. The best part was that their success led to others people's success. They were at points therapists when they were saying, well, hey, you didn't win, but good job anyway, and thank you for coming on the show. In a sense, they were salesmen on TV. Some of them were genuine. Now, off-camera, I don't know. It's none of my business. But when they were on that camera, their personality shifted. Playing a character, and I loved that. And sometimes, people Spectrum like to play characters. There were some characters I wanted to even be, Due to unlike them, I didn't have any self-confidence in myself. Now, I stated in my Scooby-Doo episode, C112 Autistic Mysteries and Puzzles, more information, but we are all different, and I believe that game shows I have the power to show that because each contestant is a new face. You don't have the same contestant on each day. Let's look at a case study to show that. So we have contestant A named Abraham. Who I don't know why I came with that name because I don't know anyone else in here named Abraham other than Abraham Lincoln. But anyway, we have Abraham who is contestant A. But Abraham, he's all jumpy. He's all he's like, "Woo yeah, give me that money! Whoa, yeah, one million dollars! Oh my goodness!" Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah! Oh yeah! Woo! He's basically the one with the megaphone. The contestant B, who the next day. His name is John, and John's just like, yeah, money, woohoo, doing, 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 but he just has a very dry personality. He's happy that he's there, but just not as enthusiastic, and you're probably wondering, what do you do if you don't have that ideal contestant who is just like Abraham or just like John? Well, you don't do anything about it, because there's no ideal contestant. Each person is different. They're there for the same reason, just as you are, to win, like you are winning currently, so let's not boot them because of their personality. And it doesn't have to be bad, though, unless it affects your viewership, because here's what you don't want abraham who's all get going but uh-oh he jumped off the stage because he got so excited and fell okay we don't want that you might have as us like whoa nelly let's keep your uh, excitement down there versus up here please thank you because you're going way bonanzas and clearly there's a fun way to say that, being disrespectful then you have person b who you don't have to like force them, like be more energetic no but you want to be like hey man Let's get into it. Woo! Or you be the goofball to get them to be the goofball. As someone who loves TV, I learned this trick. The only way that you need to do that is if it affects your viewership. But you don't want to do it too much. Because if you do, you'll become a high school principal. Everyone's been probably the principal once, and sometimes it feels like a nagging session. Well, we don't want to be nagged if we're on television. If you become that, we're not afraid to leave. Aspies even feel a part of the game show when we are watching it. Because everyone in America has said that game shows are inclusive, and I agree with it. Because how many times... That you've been in front of the television shouting out an answer to a question, even though that you think the host or the people can't hear you. I know everyone has done it at least one time. I mean, when the host was reading the question, I didn't feel like he was just talking to the contestants. I thought he was talking to me, to someone in Texas, someone in Washington. I thought he was talking to every human being. And because of that, my ghost finally appeared when I was watching a game show. And I cannot thank the host enough for that opportunity, even though I didn't realize it until now. Because of that, I now need to give a shout out to the gods that give us game shows 24-7. That would be dun-dun-dun. GSN Network. To see what is occurring in their channel, take a look below where you will find the GSN Television Channel's website. Now, as you know, most people on spectrum hate daily changes. For listeners, C106 daily changes, more information. But I think with a game show, it could be a teacher due to it possibly showing those on spectrum that things can change, but the assembly is still repetitive. One has celebrities. One may be where you just answer questions. And I know it could work because I've done it too. I actually was show two game shows on the same channel. And I'll just give you a hint which ones they are they the longest running ones on NBC but the first one I liked really well the second one I like but I liked the first one better but I didn't mind the second one so with game shows it could be the same way and there's probably some similarities in the structure that could give them a safety net but there'll still be some differences that could make them think oh it's okay that things change in life and what's cool and odd is each game show has its own structure and people on the spectrum are typically fine with the ideas. So it is a struggle to get them to understand that one and two are different. But once they get there, it is a eye opener to them. They think, oh my gosh, life is so much better with the change that I mentioned earlier. It's all the same. It's just going in different routes, but we're going to get there. Game shows can give you that miracle. I also think that game shows have longevity in them, which has made an American tradition. According to some general research, the history begins in the 1920s when people on their radios started to add questions to them as during the airtime they received. However, it got bigger in 1930 when television was becoming more popular. The first televised game show was Spelling Bee. Eventually, the idea caught on and game shows were on every major radio network. There were also two major types of game shows during this time. The first were quiz shows where if you got a question right, you won. The second was a celebrity panelist where in one show, mayors could submit questions to the celebrities if the question was selected. That person would get money. As time evolved, game shows added a comedy to the shows. One example of this was Beat the Clock. It even got to the point where stunt shows were combining the quiz show dynamics into their shows. After World War II, games like Break the Bank, Thought the Music, and Hit the Jackpot gave away enormous sums of money and prizes to winners, which led to an increase in ratings and viewership. However, it hit a roadblock after the producers manipulated the audience by picking who was going to win before their show went on air. It did get fixed in the Communications Act of 1934, where they added an amendment to fix the issue. In the 1960s, the show Shows were becoming more flashier with adding more components such as music and sound to the game shows. Plus, dating shows such as the dating game were coming into television. We know game shows grew because in the 1990s more people got involved and audience members were getting involved. They were not being quiet. The history of game shows has more than just one comparison to autism and life. Some of those are deceptions. C239, you've been tricked but the scandal that you heard about would not be in our scandal Made Me Famous episodes. We wouldn't even know about it. Remember I said I'm trying to work on hopping through the TV? While I'm trying to work on hopping through the TV and see is this being set up the correct way and is this game show a game show that's not being set up? Because we don't know. We don't know if what we're seeing is what's really going on or if there's some fishy business going on behind the scenes. And we want to know about the behind the scenes too so that we know that the front scene is real. The next one is small to big because look at game shows where they came from. They came from the radio. So it was first here in static... To now we're hearing If that's all organic growth, you'd be wildly mistaken because now we're going from just hearing it briefly to now seeing it live for an hour. What I'm trying to get at it here is, that's where we all start though, as radio statics. But once we get ourselves and grow an identity, we can create a life for ourselves. And we can all hear a theme song in our heads that is replaying and replaying 24-7. Finally, it represents us because of our comedic side. So, there were two games in that history we need to go back briefly, which is Beat the Clock and Dingy. Both had comic elements in the show. One was they were doing goofy stunts. Well, they had to say cheesy, cheesy but funny lines to get their date on the dating game that's what we can say. We can have fun, we're not just all strict business. We are very funny people. I know Mick Foley has said for the listeners, C145 game hardcore than Mick Foley, but he has had to hold in his stomach so hard. Because his son made him laugh so hard, worry about puke. And not because he was getting hit with barbed wire or having a, his own mandible claw shoved down his throat. No, it's because from laughing too much. We can make you laugh. It's going to make us laugh even better. And just like most people that make someone laugh, we're happy. Plus, game shows can only be beneficial to those on the autism spectrum. But there are many reasons why people love game shows in general. Some of those reasons are television appearance. Because... Who does not want to be on TV? I know I do. I'm not afraid of being exposed to an audience and bringing new people to either A, my podcast, or B, myself even. That's what is so cool about too is You can go on television and change someone's life just from being on a game show. But I'm not just talking about someone with a condition. It can be with anybody because when they see you, they feel like the other person is living their fantasies. Someone's saying, once somebody has won the show, they can be like, well, it could be me. And because of you, they might be following your footsteps. The next benefit is prizes because these are prizes that are not just a $500 gift card of They're a million dollars or a trip to Hawaii or somewhere luxurious. And who does not want that? I know I do. You don't something's insane with you because hey I could use it right now to pay off some college funds but in all seriousness they're not going to do a show and not win anything so the prizes need to definitely be there it might be more of a personal one for me but I think it's kind of true with America but I think they like game shows also because of the technology slash special effects what else are you going to see a letter from a board fly into another board that's going or another hearing ping when a board is switching. It's really cool to see. And you gotta admit, you're thinking... Huh, that's actually really cool. When you see it, you may get used to it, but where else are you going to see it? I mean, look at my intro and my outro. Where else are you going to hear it other than maybe Pixabay or looking at the word game show? You're not. Seeing it on television kind of gives you the opportunity to hear a simple but really cool sound effect. And this is me kind of probably being a geeky and a nerdy because I'm also in broadcasting. But I think it's still cool regardless if you're in broadcasting. Plus, they bring on everyday people. Which I think is fascinating since these people are you. You both share similar interests. You both have a house and are making money. That's why I call game shows the working man show. Might even be some similar interests. I bet there's someone out there. I bet there's someone who has my similar interest in broadcasting. That goes on a game show because we all do share similar interests It may not be with everyone that you meet, but there's someone out there that's going to be your doppelganger that is not a physical one, but one in the brain. This is also another personal one probably, but I also think that game shows are cool and other people probably do too, if you're into this stuff, is behind the scenes people. The host and the contestants are not the only people who had to put on the show. There's people right now who deal with the graphics. There's someone right now out there who create a logo for a game show that has iconic because of them the show is iconic there's people when the show airs there's cameras or people checking the sound and that to me is very fascinating so it's not just the host getting all the glory there's other people who have to play their part. And it leads me to my next point, which is it takes work. So, we've heard the song by It Takes Two by Rob, and it's like, It Takes Two to Make a Thing Go Right. Well, I say this It takes work to make a thing go right because it's a team effort. And I'm not a fan of team projects or team work, as you mentioned, but this might be okay since there's a bigger picture. The final way game shows might be beneficial is it makes you think. So, the contestants have to think, but at home, you can think too. To me, you're almost watching a live video game. So, in video games, you are controlling and it's not live. The thing's been pre-recorded. There's backstories not on a game show there isn't. This is a show that's going not at your pace, but at their pace. I think it's something that you can do when you're out of school or you're not in school to keep the brain juices in your body go so that you don't have to take the risk of having elderly issues down the road. However, the biggest reason why I in America Love It, and I brought this word, up, I gotta bring it up again, is dun dun dun, the structure. It is structured like pinball. For the listeners, C11, pinball action for more information. The format they done is the same. If something didn't work with an aspect in the format, they'll change up during the next season. But the season, it starts and ends in the same way, which I think is needed for those on the spectrum. It's even like pinball structure. This is how. So when you launch the ball, that's when the host is coming. He's like, yeah, thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for showing up. Boy, we got a good one for you today. Returning for their fifth day. It is the Carmella family versus the Bella family. In all seriousness, that's the starter. But then staying there is when the contestants are doing their... Ordeal, they're winning money and their cash prizes until one contestant loses, and that's when the first ball goes down in the hole, and you can't do anything about it. But the other ball stays, and the other ball is going to stay until, A, they lose the bonus round, or B, the show comes to a sad end i'm saying sad end because sometimes we don't want the show to end since it's so much fun and we're caught up in the moment we almost feel like we are the contestant and sometimes the better one I'm supposed to be right back we you do something that game shows doing that is take a commercial and hear from the doug flutie jr autism foundation so let's get to it at the doug flutie autism foundation in massachusetts people are receiving hope The organization was established in 1998 by Doug Flutie, a former quarterback for Boston College and the NFL, and his wife, Lori, in the memory of their son, Dougie, who was diagnosed with autism at the age of three. The goal of the Flutie Foundation is to improve the quality of life for those with autism and their families. The biggest action they like to do is give grants and host their annual Stars on the Spectrum golf event. Our goal is to offer chances for physical and social activity outside of work or school, a path for education or employment during the day, and the resources needed to always feel safe, supported, and informed the Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation says. Make sure to visit them on their website www.flutiefoundation.org That's www.flutiefoundation.org Or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or even YouTube to see all the stars they have to offer. And you never know, you might be able to meet one of their stars if you are so kind and they allow you to do so. Finally, if this was a testimony, this would be my testimony for the Doug Jr. Autism Foundation. All right, folks, we're back. You might meet Doug Flutie there. You never know. When you do a game show, I'm not going to lie when I say you are taking a swing for the fences. So I think a game show is great. However, I hate to be a negative Nelly, but some game shows may not work the because of just not the right timing or the idea. Just sucks. Don't give up. There's still hope for you. I had the same goal I had, which is to get one person. That was the goal in my podcast when I started, was to have one person life change, and I could put a pen in it. The same thing with the game show. Get one viewer, and you could put a pen in it. Hopefully, you'll get more as time grows, but you have to start somewhere. Remember when I said earlier that game shows make you think cognitively? Well, it can help you cognitively, whether you're on this autism spectrum or not. According to some general research and my thoughts, some ways it can help you with are your memory. When you go on a game show, you have to remember the rules. You had to remember the words you can't be some. You're like uh uh crap what was i doing what was i doing what was i doing that's just the way to lose off the bat you might as well put a fork in yourself because it ain't going anywhere but downhill on that one however there are ways you can improve the memory too make sure you know the rules before you go on the game that's the first thing you want to do but second make sure you remember okay little note sides okay make sure you strategically plan i think three steps ahead if you can Plus, it helps you think sharper, because according to some general research, there's a part in your brain called the synapsis, which allows the neurons to connect to your memory, so it needs to be improved, or otherwise, there's going to be a lot of underlying issues down the road, and I don't think anyone's brain should have to rot. The next thing can you can do for you is on-the-fly thinking. Who has seen those Geico commercials where they've had to say, oh, you almost had it, you gotta be quicker than that? It's the same commercial, except televised. You have to be quick on your feet. Even though you're not the best, it has to be acceptable because it's not your game show. It's their game show. It's the rule, but there is something you can do. You can self-advocate for yourself. And for listeners, C247, apply yourself by asking for an accommodation. Maybe, like in Fast Money, you might get 25 seconds instead of 20. Now, I'm not telling you if you go on the game show, but that's just life itself. It's a self-advocate for yourself in general, but it can help you with on-the-fly thinking so that maybe you don't have to self-advocate as much. I think you should still self-advocate but you don't have to do it every day of your life. Maybe it's every month instead of the next hour. The final way it can help you cognitively is it can show you attention to details. When you're watching a game show, there's certain types of changes that happen in each round. Instead of the thick of the first round, now it's 30 seconds. I mean, these details are important. It's what makes the show interesting because it was just the same rounds each time with the same... Time limit, it's gonna get boring. Viewers will change the channel and see something new. Even though they're little and annoying, they need to be there and scenes. We don't wanna feel like it's Monday, five days of the week. And people on spectrum, it's okay that they change. It's only one little small detail. It's gonna happen, man, you might as well embrace that. Because if you don't, that show's not for you and game shows might not be for you. From a personal perspective, do I think I'd be a good game show host? Yes and no. I will tell and explain the reasons why I would be great and why it might be a bad idea so bad is because of the sensory issues, and C123 is sensitive feelings, but if you are requiring me to wear a suit and tie, no. I am not doing that. I'm not penguin walking the whole entire time I'm on the show. And if it requires water or me getting wet, no, not happening. I'm not going to sit in freezing water and have my skin be pinched. Another reason is too much logistics because while I get the formatting, I am not being robot controlled. And the fear of being too honest The C102, honesty versus bluntness, more information. But it is true I could get so caught up in the moment, say in the wrong thing, the wrong place, in the wrong time, that I become so offensive, I lose my job. And then the next problem is it could get old the cheese could rot, and I'm no longer fulfilled. And then we have anxiety in C109, Autistic Butterflies. But this is where the competition is getting too heated and the stove is basically too hot. Then we also have anticipatory anxiety in C1110, What Are The Odds? Well, we're just nervous that the show may not air due to a storm and we're wondering if it's going to rain 24-7 when the weather is just being 100% accurate and saying sunshine all week. Too much responsibility, maybe. That being said, it could be the best responsibility we need because we are a relatable person. A lot of people don't think that... Aspies are relatable. Try again. We are very relatable because we're average Joes, and it's a simple equation average Joe plus average Joe equals great conversation. We also have the opportunity to socialize. Parents want us to socialize and give us social opportunities. We may get it as an adult hosting a game show. We also can have fun. I've seen game shows where they clap. Well, that's going to be encouraged because if you don't clap, you can leave. Then we also get to meet new friends. one C104 making friends again, getting that girl? But since we're so relatable, I bet we're going to make some buddies through our hosting skills and even though we're going to be stars we'll still make time for people and then we also are the best at our job at c135 you start monday but this is how good we're going to get. we're not just going to go in game show hosting no we're going to do a lot of practicing we're going to do a lot of researching we're going to do all the basic steps that hosts may have forgotten to do and then we're also not camera shy. Some are, granted. There's also a lot of people on the spectrum that love cameras. I know I enjoy playing around with cameras today during broadcasting class. Now, if you're interested in hosting a game show and are willing to gamble with your life like I do sometimes, I am the last person who's going to stop you. As a matter of fact, I didn't tell you how to host a game show. The cool part is each step will have to you with autism or mental health condition. Here are your stats according to Winky How. Step 1 is to choose a genre. There are numerous variations of game shows available, therefore you must select the genre to which your program fits you. This is autism and those with mental health issues because the one thing we share is we both find it hard to be ourselves. I'm here to tell you that it is fine to love yourself and to show what you are made of. There is something special in everyone. Next step is to create the angle. You must devise a strategy to distinguish your program from all the game shows currently on the market. This is autism because in the business world, as much as I sometimes prefer a team, I rather prefer to be self-employed. We want to do step two and create our own angle. For example, while I'm excited to get my degree, I'm not looking forward to working for someone else. Then we had decide the running time. Your game show shouldn't end prematurely, but also shouldn't linger on indefinitely. This resembles autism because in my work episode that I mentioned earlier, one of the skills we're the best at is punctuality. Trust me when I tell you they will do everything in their power to make sure the show ends at that designated time should they be a producer. It will haunt them if they don't. Grant it can be annoying, but in this case would you rather be under time or over time? Then step four is divide the show into rounds. When a producer does this the anxiety over who would Prevail is increased because the audience can see how the competitors compare to one another. This is autism because of the anticipatory anxiety I mentioned earlier. It is clearly listed on the bad reasons. The anxiety could take over and it could be too much for anyone to win the brand new car. However, remember, Aspies, the tension will decrease after the winner is announced. next step is to decide on contestant format. In this step, you need to ask yourself, do you want participants to compete individually against one another on your program or do you want them to compete in teams? This is autism because of our individuality. Aspies would really highly like Not be good with being a team player on a game show because we might take over and we might be really rude and get very demanding. But it can work if I trust that person. Next step is to catch the audience interest. Make sure you get questions that are fitting for your show but are also interesting. Avoid subjects that can lose them. This is autism because as we know in the autism universe, we all have special interests. And C205 finding the blueprint for more information. But because we like it so much, we forget that we are not bored. But the person next door could be. And then step seven is allow contestants to show personality. Design challenges where they can bring themselves in the challenge. It's also possible to give them requirements and they can still bring them into the challenge. This is autism because I did say earlier to be yourself, but in society, we do have requirements we have to follow. Next is organize a production team. You will need an assemble of people to assist you, make the game show a reality, whether you're attempting to sell it to a big channel or a local television station, or even simply filming it to publish on YouTube. This is not autism, but a personal perspective that I want to elaborate on, and that view is from. Richard Kaufman C246, the vertical momentum resiliency crossover with Richard Kaufman for more information. He stayed the backstory is more interesting than the front story. I agree with him 100%. I agree with him 100% because I think it's cooler to see how they got there. Is it cool that Gordon Ramsay owns Hell's Kitchen? Yes, but I think it's cooler on how he got to Hell's Kitchen. Next, we have introducing the show. It can be annoying, but if you get new viewers... If you don't explain it, that new one will become a lost one. You'll also have to explain the rules again briefly. This is autism because when you say explain the rules briefly, it can be tricky because we see selected category. We will see how much people agree with you as equally important. And we also have take breaks between rounds and commercials. There will always be a commercial breaks in a broadcast program. Allow resting areas. Occasionally, ideally in between rounds is an excellent idea. This is not autism, but mental health. Everyone with mental health issues feels like they need breaks. And no one should be ridiculed for that. We are only human as Ragged Bone man says, Don't put your blame on me. I'm only human. I'm just a man. Alright, but in all seriousness, the f- also, step is to be sure that both parties are professional. The viewer wants to enjoy the characters they are seeing, particularly the presenter who doesn't change from week to episode. Throughout the competition, make sure the presenter maintains a friendly demeanor by making jokes with the candidates, giving kudos for their efforts, and letting them show out their individuality. This represents autism because we are friendly people, but sometimes we forget about professionalism and sometimes are too friendly. They can think of friendly hug could be considered professional. And when now like to look at the hosts of game shows who are stars, believe it or not, represent autism and and mental health. Some of the hosts are Steve Harvey, the current host of Family Feud. Harvey has performed admirably. Furthermore, when Harvey took over as the host in 2010, the program flourished. This is autism because I admire Steve Harvey for what he went through, so Steve Harvey, if you're listening, I'll always take you on. You're more than welcome on the show. Secondly, though, what Steve Harvey does is he cannot hold down while letting the shield off. He can have fun and get down to business. Sometimes those on the spectrum lack finding the balance of when to have... The guard on and off it is a skill that i am still learning actually so this is an issue for you know that you are not only working on it alone I bet there are other people out there who are on the autism spectrum that had to work on it, and some who don't have autism. Next, we have Howie Mandel. He is the former host of the game show, Deal or No Deal. Mandel's position as the anchor of this show revitalized his career, even though he was still active in Hollywood at the time he accepted the position. This is not autism, but life and mental health. He is someone else who I admire after battling OCD. so Howie, the show is open to you as always. It's that there are some smaller opportunities that come before bigger opportunities. Although I understand the scariness of the bigger opportunities because of the comfort level you have developed, letting go and moving on to bigger things might be the best thing for you. I know I had to go through it. I was scared to death when I transitioned to a non-profit because I was spending too much time in the hobby lobby. But if you think about it, you can finally get comfortable once you get to the big leagues. Next, we have Burt Convoy. Convoy is one of the most adaptable performers in the 1960s through the 1980s hosting popular game shows like Title Tales, Super Password, and Win, Lose, or Draw. This is not autism, but a motivational aspect of life. So Burt probably stayed in the game show hosting that straight because he loved it. However, I'm guessing that points it did not love it back. So I'm saying sometimes the thing you love will not love you back. But it's worth to go through those not so often days since there are more often days that what you love will most likely love you back. Then we have Mark Summers, who... Mark, I'm hoping you're calling my show soon, buddy. But when Summers was hired to host the Nickelodeon hit Double Dare, starting in 1986, he immediately became a star. Through all those bizarre and fluid-filled physical tests and obstacle courses, he got children even their parents. No matter their age, you couldn't just get enough. This is autism because sometimes we are not Mark Summers people who are family friendly. Our movie ratings may not match the person who we are not interacting with. Is it possible to match the movie rating? Yes, it just takes time, but people need to understand that it's just a little longer adjustment. Next on the list is Jim Perry. Car Sharks and Sales of the Century, two of the most watched games programs ever hosted by Perry. Even if he had not experienced the same amount of success in the 1980s as some others, this is not autism, but a belief in autism rocks and rolls. It says not experience the same amount of success. This is part of the French, but bullshit, because who cares on the map we need to recognize he still had success it is not fair because he made on television like Morgan Wallen has so if you ask me Perry and Wallen have experienced the same amount of success next is Pat Saint Jack and Vanna White the two host the Wheel of Fortune because of that gig Saint Jack has been able to branch out into various entertainment fields since 1981 White and his companion and letter turner now tap her has significantly helped in his success this is autism because I can never imagine having a psychic with me hosting again it has to be someone I trust last time I said we have trust issues and it's is not possible well, I want to take that back because it's possible, but it might be six months before I say you can host with me. Next is Gene Rayburn, the host of Match Game for two decades. Even though on a regular panelist like Charles Nelson and Brent Summers frequently stole the show, Rayburn was more than capable of keeping up comedically. This is autism because Rayburn let loose more of this panel, but not the contestant. He did, but it was off limits with his celebrity panels. So this goes back to trust, but explained in a different way. That way is for me to tell you my dark side. I have to 100% trust you. I would tell my celebrity panels I and mean my listeners that I consider drinking at 15 years old. But I'm not telling a stranger that Sign me it until the six months of trial and error are up. Next is Richard Dawson, the original host of Family Feud in 1976. Everyone loved him because the ladies got a kiss and the men felt like he was a man's man. This is autism because of our perception. Richard Dawson, to me, was not a man's man because he could not keep his lips off a of lays yet he's an icon in the game show world. In my opinion, someone who kisses ladies that are complete strangers should not be hosting nor near women. Then we have Bob Barker, the 1979 to 2007 host for The Price is Right. Barker's mannerisms and wit were perfect. He wasn't over the top. This is autism because he was maintaining a friendly demeanor is detrimental, but it can be beneficial because like Barker on television... But those on the spectrum can do that. What can happen though is we may not know how to take the other's person's extreme friendly demeanor. Take me for instance. While we're accepting, this is something that I freak out because I questioned the appropriateness of the hug. Final host and probably the best host, according to a lot of people, is Alex Trebek, the longest host of Jeopardy until his tragic death in 2020. Trebek has been in the change of what some people believe to be the best game show host in history since Jeopardy returned in 1984. He had the same altitude as America's Favorite Teacher. When Trebek revealed in the beginning of 2019 he was facing stage 4 pancreatic cancer. Our admiration for him rose. The hashtag we love you Alex is true. This is autism and cancer. The cancer part is me wanting to say that if you are battling cancer like Trebek is or did, do not live in fear. I mean Trebek got the diagnosis that kept going to work until he was deathly ill. Cancer does not to be the complete enemy. Of you. Part of it is what you make of the cancer. This is also autism because Alex Trebek had a very dry personality and is very well spoken. That spells autism in my opinion. You might have a serious personality with an extended Vocabulary that makes us sound arrogant, which is not accurate. If you have that personality, it is just who you are. Those traits make you more intelligent. Trebek was loved with those traits. And if he can get the hashtag, we love you, Alex. As we can get the hashtag, we love you, autism. Now, folks, we're right back here in AF from Rock 96.1 radio station. So let's get to it. We want to thank 96.1 The Query, especially David and Dan Hayes, for being a gold sponsor for our summer fest. 96.1 residents in Bloomington, Indiana. And like Autism Rocks and Rolls, they rock and roll too. Visit their website at rock961fm.com to hear them out. And when they're on the station, be sure to listen to them live on their website or catch them on the radio in your car. If you like Kiss, Queen, 80s Rock, or ZZ Top, I think you have found your station. 96.1 also supports our ventures, so you should support them too. Visit 96.1... Yeah! Alright, folks, we're back and you'll definitely rock out to this station. Now, the moment you've been waiting for. Time to compare some game shows to autism. So here we go. The first one is What's My Line. It is a panel game show. That was broadcast in black and white at first and later in color via the CBS television network in the United States between 1950 and 1961. Celebrity panels are using the game to quiz players and find out what they do for a living. This is autism due to the employment, but I want to explain here as I would encourage you to take some autism employment training. This will help you understand this ability. If what you said about employment is inaccurate in your belief, I think you will change your mind after learning that with bending, you will get a great assistant. Then we have to tell the truth. It is another panel game show on America television in which three contestants are introduced to four celebrity panelists who must choose which is the essential character or the genuine and actual person autism because I said that those on the autism special cannot detect lies in a metal detector. I take that back partially because if we believe it, it might be happening, we will confront you. We are not afraid to require you to take a polygraph test. I know sometimes polygraphs are inaccurate, but our polygraphs are rarely wrong. A third game show is Tile Tales. This is a game show that is produced by Goodman Men Productions in America. The basis of the program involves inquiries into the private lives of celebrity spouses. This is autism because we have a hard time understanding that the friends we make might be more private with their personal lives than others. We have A house buyer and a house builder. So house buyers are people who jump in and they just get the place. And house builders are people who take time. They like to make the bond go by building it. Whereas a buyer would just go and be your friend automatically. But I should inform you that the ones you build are unbreakable bonds. We also have Sale the Century. is a game show on American television. Participants in the game respond to some general knowledge questions. The players in the lead is occasionally presented with an instant bargain over the course of the game. Which is a reward they He, regardless of how the game turns out, this is not autism, but a general belief. Everyone says Christmas is not about getting, it's about giving. I agree with that because I am fulfilled when when someone receives a gift from me because I made someone smile. A smile is my gift slash instant bargain in return. Password is another one we have. It is a United States television game show where my two teams compete to communicate mystery words to one another utilizing only single word clues in order to earn cash prize. Each team consists of a famous person and a contestant. This is autism because those on the spectrum are very word specific and detail oriented. I would be the worst password contestant because if someone said one word such as green, I'd ask green what. Lots of items in this world are green. We also have Child's Play. It's a game show on American television where adults have to guess words according to the explanations offered by children. This is not autism, but another personal view. And that view is please listen to your children. You are not always right. Children are the ones with the brains occasionally. At the time, they make no sense granted, but at a certain age, they know the role and it's time to give them a say. Clearly, they are not the boss but they need to be in a home where they should get to respectfully express their opinion. Next, we have Card Sharks, a game show on America Television where Mark's Goods, Bill Toddman Productions, Chester Feldman produced it. In order to control a roll of enormous playing cards and win the game, two competitors must correctly guess the answers to survey questions. They also must decide if the next card to be chosen will be higher or lower. This is autism because some people on the spectrum, cards will make sense. Case in point, there are two poker players who have autism and are kicking it. However, others that are like me, certain things will make more sense than cards. Next, we have Beat the Clock. It is a game show on American television where contestants compete to execute tasks in a set amount of time in order to win rewards. This is autism because of the one thing, and that references amount of time. Some of the spectrum need the extra time accommodation. However, as I say in my self-advocacy episode, you have to ask, but when you do it, it will be received. It is needed so we can process the information. Granted, it might take us back down a stair, but we will get to the door, just not at the same time as everyone else. Next, is Distraction. It is a game show that is broadcast on Channel 4 Television in the UK from October 31st to June 11, 2004. Jimmy Carter, a comedian, hosted the game show in which the had to answer questions while being bothered in strange, uncomfortable, and embarrassing ways. This is not autism, but my ADHD. I would love to appear on the show due to my idiocy kicking in, but it would not be possible because it is possible I would be thinking too much about the distraction. We also have Press Your Luck. It is a game show on American television that Bill Cothridge and Jan McCormick devised. Each episode features trivia questions that players must answer correctly in order to gain space. Spin- Onto a randomly rotating game board with spots for cash, gifts, more spins, and exclusive stuff. Or the Whammy, the cartoon character who serves as the show's mascot. Any money and awards are cured or lost when you land on a Whammy. And an amusing animation is also shown. This is not autism, but life. Most of the time, you will be fine because most of the time it's gifts and cash, but life will give you Whammies. My advice, do not dwell on the Whammies. Do what the contestants do. Take the amusing animation and go on to the next prize. We also have Match Game. It is a six-decade-long U.S. television panel game show that debuted on NBC in 1962, and it has been since resurrected numerous times. Participants in the game attempt to match answers provided by famous panelists to questions with blanks. This is autism because of what Temple Grandin says. c 124, pictures from the ranch by Temple Grandin, but she believes that it is our mission to find friends with common interests. I agree with her because you will always have something to talk about, but no, you are the one who might have to find a friend. The match game will be stressful, but sooner or later, you will find someone, and the match game will go from stress to fun. We also have The Price is Right. It is a game show on American television where competitors compete by estimating the cost of goods in order to win money and prizes. This is autism because of Temple also has to say, when you met one person with autism, you met one person with autism. This demonstrates that to a T because I'm not a guy who gets budging or pretty much anything with numbers. On the other side, there's person B who loves numbers and is logical. He's even great with pricing an item and he go on that game show. I know it's because it has happened before. To see that, look at the second video below. You see a contestant with autism go on the prices right. We also have Jeopardy. And he has to say it. This is Jeopardy. It is a game show on American television that Merck Riven invented. quiz show's typically question-and-answer format is reversed in the competition. Contestants receive general knowledge clues in the form of answers rather than questions. They must choose the individual place, thing, or concept that the clue dissects while wording each response as a question. This is autism because I am confused with the format, so... Army doesn't understand this in jeopardy they say who is or what is why do we have to say that just say Obama not what is Barack Obama it makes no sense I guess it's been going on though for decades so may have grown but why are we doing it isn't it just easier to say what the answer is we also have the other show on NBC Wheel of Fortune yes I've say it too wheel of Fortune! It is an American televised game show that Mayor Griffin also came up with. Since January 1975, the television program has aired without hiatus. It is a competition where participants must answer word puzzles similar to Hangman in order to win money and other items selected by a huge carnival wheel. This is autism due to one item, and that item is the wheel. Some people on the spectrum love unique things that some would not like about it. For example, people like the wheel since it's associated with the game, but people on the spectrum might like the wheel because of its shape and the spin or the size. I even have a story with that, so we met someone once upon a time who had a young boy with autism and he loved things that spin we suggested taking to a science museum because you know how much things spin at a science museum lots of things and i recently learned that she did but no matter what though it needs to be encouraged then we also have one more, that is Family Feud. It is a game show on American television that Mark Goodman produced. In order to earn money and prizes, two families battle to name the most common responses to survey questions. This is autism because we do forget to think about others. We get caught up in the moment and become self-absorbed. I need to inform the audience that we are not trying to do it on purpose, but we will become self-absorbed when our rights are screwed up. People need to know that Aspen's, but can also get to a case where we become too defensive, and then we're just completely headstrong, back on, to take you, other one, headstrong! All right, in all seriousness, it can come to a point that no one is hearing us out, and we just hear want, 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 want. But if you feel like that, Aspies, take a break and walk away. It's not worth fighting about. To conclude, game shows at a young age gave me a sense of calmness. I felt safe since there were no strangers at the game show. Game shows are a risk, but if they are helping people, why stop? I know I played the game shows at home, and I know there are others out there who are feeling or have felt the same way I did? We even share one thing in common with the host. We are all stars in our own way. Well, folks, with me, all first today. Hope you learned some about game shows, and I want you right now to either a go on a game show or b apply to get on a game show. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Please tune for another episode coming in very soon. I hope you enjoyed listening to me ramble. Thank you very much.